What's up? Yeah, we're live. That means we're live. Okay. Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm good. This, how you doing? Not bad. This is What You Playing, a weekly podcast. We're a little late this week because of my birthday. Um, and also, we couldn't mm -hmm. pin down a time proper with Dara. Uh, I don't know. He said he was going to show, but he's not here. So it looks like it's me and Mike again this week. Mm -hmm. And here we just talk about a couple big news stories for the week. Seems like it's mostly bad news this week. And, mm, as uh, usual. Yeah, and then we talk about uh, the games we've been playing, which I have a lot to talk about this week, for Christ's sake. Oh, my God. How you well, doing? First of all, I'm good. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're even older, closer to death. Yep. That's crazy. I'm at least halfway to death at this point, I think. Halfway? I... I said, at, I said, I said at least halfway, at least oh, okay. halfway. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I mean, you're, you're going to be at least halfway to death in like a couple of months here too. Well, I'm not planning on living that much yeah. longer, but in my chat, I had the greatest line ever. I, you've seen him before. JP, JP three game. Yes. When, when Bruna came down and he, she threw like my super soft birthday party with the, uh, the tiara and the sash and all that. He goes oh. in chat. He goes, uh, "May you live as long as you wish." <laughs> and I, and in the, in that moment, I was like, "I got to tell you, I don't really want that long right now at this moment." <laughs> uh, we've all been there. Yeah. You got any housekeeping for us? Housekeeping? Not really. Um, not a lot new, right? Uh. I mean, I'm watching a bunch of stuff, but we don't really talk about that, do we? No, I mean, we could later on, but I would say not for this yeah. part. I just mean like channel or, 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 or show-specific stuff. Any, anything that you care to talk about? No? Oh, no. No. I okay. have nothing. Uh, me neither. I'm still streaming Monday through Friday, 1 to 6 p.m. Eastern with scattered streams at night. And every once in a while, we do community days on Sundays. Don't know. It's not happening this week, though. Um, oh, it's not? Oh, I just got a text from Dara. I'm still at work. Please don't hate me. So, yes, we made the right call to go live. <clears throat> what do you got to do? Anyway. Yeah, he'll do it next time. He's got a lot of work going on, which kind of sucks. Yep. All right. I say we get into the news. Let's do it. I want to talk about this Halo development thing first. Yeah, I got this pulled up here. You want to talk about it? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, let me get this. Uh... Let me in. <clears throat> this is from IGN, Jordan Alleman. I don't know Jordan. Yeah. That's not a name I, I recognize. That name. Maybe he's print only. Update. Halo devs refute notion that TV show is a distraction to infinite development. Okay. Mm -hmm. Update. No wait. Let's read. Where's the up? Where's the update end? So I'm just looking gonna... at Jordan here, and he's uh, from IGN UK. It looks like so that's uh, why I'm a little. Okay. Less familiar with him. In a statement provided to IGN by 343 spokes uh, by by the 343 spokesperson, uh, Halo Infinite developer refuted the claim that the TV show at Showtime had a major impact on the development. Spokesperson labeled Infinite and the TV show as completely independent projects. Wait, is this the is this the one that I wanted to read? Uh, you put it on the Google Doc. It is an update from it, so you may have maybe, maybe they maybe article. they updated it. <clears throat> It does say update right there. It was supposed to be something about its its fraught development cycle was what it, what it was originally. I could have yeah, sworn. I didn't even know there was a TV show coming. I didn't know either. Um. Okay. Anyway, we'll go with this one. I guess this is not what I thought I was reading. The spokesperson labeled Infinite and the TV shows as completely independent projects whose development did not impact one another or prove a distraction, as the original report sources claim. 343 Industries has devoted transmedia team that is working with Showtime on the creation and production of the Halo TV show. This group is separate from the Halo Infinite development team. These are two completely independent projects. I mean, you would have to assume that. Anyway. Yeah. I don't see All right. So the, the the, I believe this is what it was originally. A report has surfaced suggesting Halo Infinite's development and recent delay have been affected by outsourcing. With the upcoming oh. Halo TV show as apparently a significant distraction. Oh. <clears throat> An investigative report into the turbulent development cycle of Halo Infinite from Thorot alleges that a number of factors have contributed to the game's troubled development and eventual delay from the Xbox Series X console launch in 2021. 
Excuse me. One major factor in Infinite's delay supposedly stems from the fact that a significant portion of the game is being outsourced to third-party contractors. Sure. That seems very weird for like your flagship game. That's this is standard. Not what you want to hear? This is standard practice in the games industry, especially in AAA. Isn't it normally like you know you make textures for us or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, they they could just be doing that. I mean, we we don't know yeah. exactly what they're outsourcing from this, do we? In really Infinite's like... in Infinite's case, the report suggests that the level of outsourcing has been unusually high. With the coordination between oh. the many different companies contributing to Infinite has been rough at best. Thorat's source claims that the outsourcing was a ratio higher than a typical studio undertakes during development, which has led to communication and collaboration headaches for 343. Uh, the E3 2019 trailer was outsourced, okay, when it was not in its playable state, which oversold expectations for the later demos. Uh, Tharat Report also dwells on the departure of high-profile cre creatives such as Tim Longo and Mary Olson as a reason for the turmoil. Both were creative directors who left in 2019. Recent rumor that the game was going to ship with multiplayer and campaign as separate entities is also corroborated, with the report uh. suggesting that this came under considerations as a means to meet the holiday 2020 deadline. Um, <clears throat> what's, been, what's been going on? Like, this um, sounds awful. This is not good. It's like you. Ha this is a you know you you had you. There was one thing you had to do. You just had to ship Halo. Um, yeah. And it seems like there's been so much time to be able to ship Halo. Like, um, I know that we talked about this last week, but like I, I feel like this is going to hurt them so much. I, I mean, software sells hardware it's not the other way around yeah um so there's really not any gotta buy software for this um, <clears throat> console launch if hard if hardware did sell software then the xbox one x would be the best-selling console right now and like clearly it's it does not no in fact it's probably trailing the switch although we've never been able to confirm that because microsoft doesn't put out numbers for xbox anymore um, yeah and that's obviously for good reason yeah well i mean when you're proud of something you show it off yeah they're not showing it off no it doesn't um, seem to be happening at all here no so uh, this is this is bad i mean we've seen consoles launch with with bad software with no software and it's never gone well um i can't think of a console that you know, recovered from a bad launch. Can you? Mm. Maybe PS3? Probably PS3, I guess, if you would call mm -hmm. that a bad launch. I mean, was... it, it was a bad launch for sure because of that five ninety nine yeah. price tag. But I, I mean... Yeah. And I there was no software, honestly. The software was really bare bones at that launch. I Like, I don't think it recovered to the point where you would call it like a, a big success. Uh, 360 slapped at that generation. Well, they were pretty neck and neck, but when you think about how dominant playstation was in the playstation 2 era yeah like, um i remember they just, were selling playstations in brazil up until past we were out of college oh <laughs> yeah man. i think they only stopped production of ps2 a few years ago it hasn't been that long yeah um it just did tremendous numbers and then they lost a ton of ground because of ps3's price point bad launch you know the software came later the software did come eventually so i mean like if um, i'm somebody who's on the fence about getting a console um and, and like i'm gonna buy one of the two of them like my brain is just like get the one that's got spider-man on it because it's gonna have spider-man when it comes out hey and yeah. the there was another story i had up here that i i got rid of well i didn't get rid of it but it, it ties into this uh, i'm just gonna post it up <clears throat> real quick uh death loop also got delayed to 2021 and that was something that they were pushing uh pretty hard for, um, oh, I like the trailer for this. It looks fun. It looks interesting. Um, and I think it had a, a timed release for... Um, it says holiday Oh, wait. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. It's PC and PlayStation. I thought it was Xbox and PC. Sorry. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Is it? <clears throat> yeah. Never mind that. My mistake. I totally thought that was Xbox and PC. Um, well, regardless... I know we said it last week, but I still can't, like, think of anything that I want to get an Xbox for. I just really want their service, which I already have. 
Yeah, you mentioned that to me. Um, <laughs> this is yeah, this is pretty bad. I mean, I mean, it, it just, I, I mean, I, I get twenty twenty was supposed to be one thing, and then things happened, and it's not going to be a lot of those things that we all wanted and expected for this year. And um, maybe they should just delay these consoles. I mean, uh, or, or maybe Xbox can afford to. They don't. They won't push it if PlayStation won't push it. PlayStation probably is in a better position than Xbox the, right now. The I mean, consoles are something. Are. I didn't didn't Phil say that like nothing will stop the release of this Xbox, not even Halo, like before Halo got delayed. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that's a Phil, uh, a Phil Spencer quote. Yes, but I remember hearing something just a few months ago that said that they're they've both been waiting to see what the other does, which is yeah. why we still don't have prices. So, you know, if they, at one point, Microsoft and Sony were both waiting to see if the other one delayed because of coronavirus. And, yeah. um, you know, neither one is given. Um, so I, I think we're going to get we're going to get a launch this year, but I, I think it's not going to be nearly as good as it could have been had the year gone differently. So, no, but, don't, you know. Bug Snacks is going to sell 10 million PlayStations yeah. right at launch. <clears throat> Bug Snacks is definitely going to sell, I don't know about 10 million, but it, it's all <laughs> over social media. That friggin' song. Is it really? Oh, I assume it is, but like, uh, I was making a joke. You, 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 you think that's for real then, huh? Uh, when that, when that trailer came out, like, I saw tons, tons, and tons of people talking about bug snacks. Kind of funny. Talks about bug snacks every single week, man. <laughs> that alone is going to make it sell. Oh um, my god. Well, I mean, Spider Man's yeah. definitely, definitely going to make it sell. People are yeah. so thirsty for more Spider Man, and like, it's probably Spider-Man. not. It's not going to be like a totally retooled experience, I imagine. But you know, no, it'll be built on the same engine, yeah. but it'll be a continuation of that story. It'll be starring Miles Morales, which is, you know, um, hot on the, uh, what was that Spider-Man movie last year? Into that movie the, is awesome. Into the Spider-Verse. It's yeah, really good. Into the Spider-Verse. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of positive buzz on that because Miles Morales, I would say, was more, um, you know, not not really well known as like a, a Spider-Man character until I didn't recently. Know, I didn't know about him because I have been, I've been out of the comic game for a long time, but um when I, I I learned about him when I played that game, and then I talked to my roommates here who were like big time Marvel nerds, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Miles Morales, he's awesome. You haven't heard of him?" I'm like, nope, yeah. haven't heard of him, but yeah, he seemed pretty cool. Yeah, I I knew of him from comics, but like that was that was my bigger exposure to him for sure, and I, I know that was a lot of people's. Um, yeah, you know, so yeah, I, I would say it's 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 gonna be good. I mean, even if it's they say it's a full full size experience. I mean, the first one was what, twenty hours? Thirty? Probably twenty. I, I platinumed it, so I probably went a little harder than that. I can't but I kind of burned through games really goddamn fast. I I'm not sure. Yeah, well that was just <laughs> swing around, you know, just stopping crimes, listen to J. Jonah Jameson. Oh dude, just Jonah Jonah is so good in that. Just a good time, man. Yeah. That's a fun game. Um I wanted more. I played all the DLC and still Me too. wanted more. Me too. Me too. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm excited for, for PS5. Uh, I mean, my wife, incredibly excited for um, the Overcooked, like, remaster, remake they're going to do. Of, of course, of course. Uh, we weren't even going to, well, I was going to wait, like, probably a good, maybe a year to get PS5. You're going to pre-order and, it? Uh, I don't know if we're going to pre-order it, but she she was saying, you know, we, we shouldn't wait too long. And... um. I was a little surprised to hear that. Yeah. Uh, but it, we're not, we're not going to wait too long. Okay. So it's pretty cool. I will probably pre-order it and there's just nothing pushing me to get an Xbox. Well, yeah, that's the problem is if there was some software there that I really wanted and, and they have stuff that they could be doing. They have rare. I mean, they have, uh, I, I want to say, you know, some stuff in the back burner they could be doing. They're just not. Like, uh, well, we know Fable is coming out, but who, they didn't give that a date, I don't think. That's probably a ways off. Um, is Peter Molyneux, like, still part of that? I, is the is the Overpromiser still still working there? I don't... It's a name I haven't heard in a long time. A long time. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I... 
Jesus Christ, that's actually bringing up some bad memories. Thanks. Oh, you mean like when he showed off Milo, that like uh, little kid that you could interact with with Connect, and everyone got so excited, and then Connect was like, "Here, put your hand out here to stop a ball from going somewhere." Uh, no, I'm thinking of like Black and White. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, the God Simulator games. Yeah, those mm. were not as good as he he had advertised, and plus yeah. Populous, like. Uh, fuck you and fuck Populous, man. I hate Populous. <laughs> I don't know anything about Populous. Did you never played Populous? You missed no. nothing. It no. sucked. Never did. Um, I hate it. Well, I only played on Super Nintendo, and it's it was awful. Um, anyway, don't play it. Um, but I don't know if he's doing the new Fable. I'm trying to look here on Wikipedia, but it doesn't seem like it. So let's go to this... Um, this... Uh, Fortnite thing oh look everything got messed up yeah look at this this is halo infinite delay up here msn infinite delay to 2021 development impacted by covid how, how did i mess this up i wanted to do the story about um apple and epic hold on a second news what was the one i was looking at epic used its playbook for Fortnite events against The Verge. It was supposed to be this one from The Verge. Here, I'm going to update the document right now. Okay. I'm a little late now, but, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, this is the one I wanted to talk about. I just don't understand how I screwed this whole fucking thing up. Well, that's why it's... There we go. So it, sh it should be update. The Verge right there. Yeah. doesn't All look right. like Peter Molinos and... <clears throat> All right, good. I'll read this one, too, because I want you to do the last one. Okay. <clears throat> Epic used its playbook. The, oh, I'm sorry. This is from The Verge, as written by Jay Peters. That sounds like a made-up name. It's too. It's it, yeah, Jay Peterman. Epic used its playbook for Fortnite events against Apple and Google. Epic knows how to make a spectacle. Do you know much about this at all yet? Uh, all I know is I saw people on Twitter talking about how people are selling iPhones with Fortnite on them. Yeah. Uh, like a huge markup. Because I'm assuming it's not available on iPhone right now. Yeah. So what happened was, um, so Google does this too, but with Google, you can get around it because you can download from third party places. But basically Epic was like, yo, stop buying whatever their money is called. V bucks. I think is what it is through. Yeah. Through Apple, you can go to this third-party site and you can download, you can buy like V-Bucks directly from us because uh, Apple takes a 30% cut off of every single purchase made on the App Store. And there's like no way to get around it really with a third third-party apps or anything like that. <clears throat> so when they did that, they were in breach of like Apple terms of service use. Apple immediately uh -huh. took them off of the App Store and when they did that, Epic oh, immediately boy. had a uh, a lawsuit ready to go. And then they released like a commercial. Do you know the old Apple commercial, like the 1984 one where they like break the monitor or whatever? And Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it was like breaking you free of the chains of, of personal computers back then, like IBM computers, I think it was, that they were in competition with. Um, yeah. So Fortnite released like a parody of that, basically showing Apple has become what they used to... Um, rally against um yeah so anyway let's look at this app it's probably gonna say this in here epic games took on apple and google and very oh they added google now too apple and google in a very public way like last week to protest what it believes are monopolistic app store policies but epic was prepared for the fight in part because it knows how to make a spectacle having already pulled off massive in-game events like the appearance of a giant rolling cube and a volcano eruption the studio applied tactics is uh, perfected to hype those events in its disputes with two of tech's biggest companies if you haven't experienced one of Fortnite's events, they are in an in, enormous in scope. Last summer, a towering blah 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 blah. Well, they, I, I want to say, what what did I've they do? Huh? I said I've heard about the events. Yeah, they while the events have exciting. all been exciting, they weren't always easy to watch. Uh, Epic has activated a special mode just for events. Advises players to go and look at them. I want to know what the event is. Epic typically puts a bunch of. Da, 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 da. 
It all started with Epic publishing a blog post on Thursday morning announcing a permanent 20% price drop on V-Bucks, Fortnite's in-game virtual currency that was immediately available on every platform. For mobile players, though, there was a slight difference. Epic allowed you to buy V-Bucks at the new cheaper rate by going through its own payment system, or you could use Apple and Google's payment systems to get them at a higher price. So oh, obviously, okay. Obvi obviously, there's no way you would do that. Well, so when they did this, could, they were in violation of both of the store's policies. On the 13th, Apple banned Fortnite. Just one minute later, Epic announced a new 19, 1980 Fortnite short that clearly looked to parody Apple's famous 1984 ad, which it said would be premiering in-game 4 p.m. Eastern in Party Royale. 29 minutes after that, oh my god, this shit happened so fast. Epic announced it was suing Apple and linked directly to the legal papers in a tweet from the Fortnite Twitter main account, which has more than 11 million followers. So you can go ahead and read the whole lawsuit. I'm good. Um, uh, Epic made sure players were blah, blah, blah. Uh, just let me get to the, the at the bottom here. While the conflict with Apple has continued to escalate, Apple has threatened to pull Epic's access to a Apple's developer tools by August 28th unless the studio makes changes to Fortnite. There hasn't been a follow-up video or new in-game event yet just about a large part of Fortnite's success is the consistent creativity epic brings to the game so perhaps epic has more in store to try to put the pressure on apple if you're reading this epic i'll give you one idea release a skin for the apple man okay um added the oh let me see there's an update added that epic did mention google's old don't be evil motto in its lawsuit because google is fairly evil these days uh, uh. <clears throat> so I mean, like, uh, good, good on them, I guess, for trying to like do break monopolistic shit. I suppose. Uh. I know that they've been getting a whole bunch of support from a whole bunch of other companies that are sick of getting skimmed for thirty percent. Like, that's a lot, dude. Thirty percent. You know. Yes, I, I mean, Apple's a huge company. Yeah. I I think, you know, if anyone could take them on, it's probably Epic because they do have a lot of leverage, I, I guess, in this. You know, people people love Fortnite, but I, this is going to be a very expensive battle, I, I, I would say. I don't know. But they, they must have run the numbers, though. They're worth billions. You know, they had a lawsuit ready one minute after. And they, they were probably drafting up that lawsuit for months Oh, I'm sure. I mean, uh, they, you know, that means they anticipated exactly how Apple was going to act and react. Oh, yeah. I mean, they knew what was happening. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm going to be interested to see how this plays out, but I, it's hard to say. I, I'm not a Fortnite fan or a, a big Apple or Google fan, so I don't yeah. really have a horse in this race, you know? I do like Epic. I mean, like. Unreal Engine, what, where would we be without like Unreal Engine and also the stuff that they do on the, I know a lot of people are pissy about like Steam versus Epic Launcher, but like they give you free yeah. games every month just for, just for chilling, you know, on, on yeah. their, on their platform. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, like who really gives a shit? It's a whole bunch of big corporations that are fighting each other. They don't give a fuck about us. They just yeah. want their, their money at the end of the day. Um, yeah, but, but it, it will be interesting to see how this, you know, the dust settles and this this does end. Um, I'll tell you what it does do, though. If they do find some way to drop the uh, the skimming, the uh, this this um, commission fee, this thirty percent, it really helps like smaller developers. Because I mean that that's applied to everybody. That's that's not just you know companies with ten billion dollars in the bank. That's also you know mom and pop people selling i don't know their fucking metronome app on 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 the store like uh -huh. it, it could end up i mean it is just a bunch of big dicks swinging around but it could help the little guy in the long run so i'm for it it could but i just i don't know i, I wouldn't um i wouldn't count apple out you know what i mean of course i don't I, count I, them out i feel like you know epics made their move and we're waiting to see the next move I I just I don't know. I, I I'm like I said I'm curious to see how this plays out, but I I don't know. I, I wouldn't hold my breath on real change happening. Uh, but I, I kind of feel that way about pretty much everything. The only way that it's going to 
work is if just like hundreds of big name companies follow suit and um yeah and and violate the terms of service you know that's true but then you know they do risk alienating apple and that's a that's a big marketplace so it it has to be a lot um it has to be enough to really put the pressure on them to make these changes and I just, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out. Interested, really interested to see how it's going to turn out at the end, but I, I, I don't know, man. I'm trying to find if there's any list of any other companies that are, that are supporting this, this venture. Um, is there anything from Google? I mean, it, it does say that they, it, it have... looks like they're going after Apple harder because, uh, Apple doesn't have a way, I guess, to install from third party applications. Like, like on Google, yeah. you can just be like, go to epic.com or fortnite.com. I don't know where the download link is, but you can just go there, download the executable, and then go, yeah. your Android phone will be like, yo, this isn't from the Google Play Store. Are you sure you want to install it? And then you just yeah. say yes. You know, it's with Apple, it's like, fuck you. Nothing works. You have to get it directly yeah. from us. Like, there's no way to get around this. So, I mean, yeah. I think Google might have taken it off their store also, but they're also not cock-blocking uh, installing from, from third-party sites. Mm -hmm. You know? So, I don't, I don't think... I mean, I, I know that they mentioned Google in the lawsuit, but they're very specifically targeting Apple. Well, I, I we'll have to see, like I said, how it plays yeah. out. I'm, I, don't, I don't really know. I, I'm a little surprised Google didn't respond at all. I don't know. All right. Do you want to go on to the final story here, which was your yes. story? Well, this is something I saw just before we started recording, and this is from a website I've never heard of. Tom's, Tom's Guide. Guide. I've heard of Tom's Guide. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a little article here by a Richard Priday, and um, Breath of the Wild <laughs> release date just leaked, just leaked, and it could be imminent. I don't know how true that is, but... Um, there was a little bit of a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 leak, and um, I am a giant Zelda fan. I think you're a fan as well, Nick. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. You know this. And then I would oh, say my, my second favorite game of all time is probably uh, Link to the Past. Really? How would you rank Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild in, in the hierarchy? Uh, give, me for... a, give me a top three three zelda you could do top five if you want i would Zelda's. say okay so legend of uh link to the past and mm -hmm. then wind waker mm -hmm. and then probably breath of the wild and then ocarina and then uh mm, honestly probably original oh no no majora's mask i've never it's the it's the one black mark in my zelda history i have never really played majora's mask I have also oh, never, I've never played the Oracle of Seasons or the Oracle of Ages, and I never played, I never beat Phantom, no, 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 I beat Phantom Hourglass, I didn't beat Spirit Tracks. Okay. Damn, alright. I have beaten every Zelda except for the weird CDI ones, which we don't talk about. Um, yeah. Sorry I even brought them up. Um, I have never beat or really played at all Zelda 2. Oh, I have. Um, I, can, I, can, I can stomp you on that. Yeah, I've never even, I've never played even five minutes of it. Um, I beat everything else. Oh, no, 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 no. I've beaten Oracle of Seasons, and I got halfway through Ages and stopped. Okay. Um, and I haven't beaten the remake of Link's Awakening, but I've beaten the original a couple times. The remake of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. I stopped it. I stopped playing it. I did too. I got, like, yeah. through the the third dungeon i was kind of like not feeling it um same like it's i don't know it wasn't bad it's just like i already played it i've already beaten it and it yeah. just didn't feel like new to me it's and it, it's it's kind of dated in places and they didn't update it like some games and also it's uh it wasn't very well optimized either there was yeah, there was just, a lot of chugging in it it just didn't do it for me um but i'm gonna go back to it at some point and go through the whole thing i just you know yeah anyway um but I, i'm a <clears throat> giant breath of the wild fan um i would say it's it might be my favorite zelda game now um, okay like breath of the wild majora's mask ocarina of time 
Link to the Past, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess is high up there for me too. Some of the dungeons in Twilight Princess are so good. Twilight Princess has my favorite dumb thing that you only use like once or twice, and that's like the gyro skateboard thing. Oh yeah, that's cool. I like the um the ball and chain thing you get. Oh yeah, to destroy the ice monsters. Yes. Yeah. And the the dual um the dual hook shots. Yeah, that, that is fun. That is fun. That is a some some of those later dungeons. That ice dungeon, the 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 one with the dual hook shots. Um, is is the ice one the one where you make like soup in it too, right? Soup. You're like know. making. There's like the Yetis in it, and you're like um, part of it's like you getting ingredients to make like a soup for them. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. I think that's the ice one too. And there's yeah. some good. The later dungeons that are so good. Yeah. But the beginning fucked it up so bad where. You're hurting, was it goats or something in the beginning? Yeah. It's There's the, that tough. whole part in the village that's not Kakariko Village. It's like your home, your hometown village and like Zelda, isn't like Zelda your friend there or something? Oh no, I'm thinking of Skyward. You've got like a motley crew of like kids or whatever that are hanging out with yeah. you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you like finally make it out, but it's like three, two, three hours, maybe more. Yeah. So you actually like make it out, meet Midna, and then you start actually becoming a wolf and doing all the like. Actually, all I, feel, that's slow too. I, I thought I thought that hurt too, though. I feel like you you get into wolf form and do a lot of action in wolf form before you do a lot of action in, in like human form, and I feel like that fucked things up a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you, you spend all the time in the village, and you're like, oh, get me the fuck out of here. This is just taking forever. Yeah. And then you get out and you immediately turn into a wolf, and you're like, oh. Yeah, I'm stuck as a wolf now for a little while. This yeah. isn't great either. And yeah. then you get past that, and then it's like, oh, now this is getting good. So I remember but the it, first time I get I got hyped up is when you're having the horseback fight on the bridge of Elden. Oh yeah, man, that's some good shit, right? I there. remember getting pretty hard for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's really good. It just it has too slow of a start. Um, anyway, it. I, I like Twilight Princess. I'm a Twilight Princess defender. I just, I, I'm not going to defend the beginning of it, but yeah. I, the later bits, the dungeons, later dungeons are good. Yeah. Um, if you've never tried it, you, you should kind of try to stick it out. I know that beginning is rough, um, but back to this article here. Um, so here's the thing. So a now removed page on a French website, WTNT via tech radar had listings for both a 69.99 standard edition this is euros and an 82.85 collector's edition of breath of the wild 2 on switch with the release date of december 31st 2020 now this implies because this is definitely a placeholder date that this game is coming in 2020 yeah nintendo's fall lineup is non-existent yeah it's not it's fully not there yes we know pikmin 3 is coming in october that's the only thing we know. Yay. We know. It's a port. It has all the DLC. Pikmin 3 is good. Yeah. Um, I, I beat it on Wii U. Did you? I've never been a Pikmin boy. I played the first one. Okay. What was it on the Cube? Pikmin was it on the Cube or the 64? It was on the Cube, right? Cube. Cube. Yeah. One and two were on the Cube. We got nothing on the Wii. Wii U got Pikmin 3. We yeah. got a shitty-ass Pikmin on 3DS. Nope. Nobody played, it. I assume, Pikmin 3 because nobody played Wii U. <laughs> Well, I played it, but no one yeah. else did. Yeah. Um, it's good. Uh, $60 full price for a, a port of a Wii U game is pretty excessive, but it does have all the DLC and new content, although the DLC was free on the Wii U, I think. Yeah. But, you know, who's... No, I think some of it was paid. I can't remember, but I, I never played any of the DLC. Um, I don't know. That That's... that's your own discretion kind of thing if you want to pay 60 dollars for that i think that's a, a bit high that's but been there they've, they've done that move a lot this generation yeah yeah they ported a lot of wii u games over almost uh, everything now mario kart donkey kong country uh aren't they doing 3d world or did they do 3d world and i missed that no they're no not doing 3d that? world okay. they haven't done the remakes of twilight princess or the remake of wind waker yeah. But we did get um, we got the Tokyo Mirage sessions. We yeah. got Donkey Kong. We got Super Mario, uh, Wii U. The yeah. the super, new Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Yeah, got ported over. Bayonetta two got ported over. Uh, the Mario Kart Smash Brothers is not exactly a port, but it's 
kind of like an enhanced. Do you remember? Do you remember how good the first year of the Switch felt, and we were like, Nintendo is back, yeah. and now it feels like it. Now it feels like how it used to feel when it's like, when, when yeah. the fuck is something coming out? Yeah, it's it's really starting to hit. We they can still do those those couple games that I mentioned, and I think Xenoblade Chronicles. They did release um, that. That's out. No, no, um, isn't. Not they they re-released the one from Wii, but the yeah. Wii U one. What was the name of the Wii U? Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, X. I X don't even the know Wii that U one. one. Oh, you yeah, know Zen- that- Xenoblade Chronicles Two was pretty good though. By the way. Oh, I believe it. I haven't played it. Um, but that's still stuck on Wii U. The Xenoblade Chronicles X. The <clears throat> the Zelda remakes, which already are on. I, I don't know how much I'd count those. They're already on other systems, but they yeah. should come out anyway, so they can just make them more money and. I'll buy I'll buy Wind Waker again. Fuck it. I will. I well, I didn't buy Wind Waker Wii U, so I'll I'll buy it for Switch because I love Wind Waker. Oh, I did, and I beat it on Wii U, and it's so much better with the revamps, and you don't have to do the crazy um, Triforce puzzle. Triforce quest. quest. Yeah, it's so it's so much better. I heard they added like a fourth gear for uh, for the boat. Yeah, 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 you can do it in high speed. Yeah, it's so much better. It's yeah. that's that's a good port. Um, didn't play the Twilight Princess one. Okay. But at this point, there's going to be nothing exclusive to Wii U. So uh, I'm looking at this same article or the same story, but from Nintendo Life. Okay. And they mention here something I missed, which is that they say, of course, earlier this week, I missed this, Amazon UK just so happened to list a Switch edition of Skyward Sword. Oh, Before oh, I t- did hear about this. I didn't. Before taking it down once the press had caught wind of it, the two incidents likely aren't related, but the ret- retailers sure are teasing us at the moment. Hmm. Interesting. I don't like Skyward Sword that much. I like the lore in Skyward Sword. And I, the and, lore is? Okay. And yeah, I, I, like, I like that flamboyant villain. Oh, um, oh, shoot, what's his name? I I hate Bruce? I can't remember. I hate V. You're I think you're thinking yeah. I think you're thinking of the big lumbering dummy who's like your rival at the beginning and then becomes like your closest ally. Yeah. That's who you're thinking Bruce. of. I'm talking Bruce. about he's like skinny and like like he's like team rocket flamboyant. Tingle? <laughs> not tingle no he like at the end spoilers or whatever but at the end he turns out to be like the sword of of the big bad yes yeah i remember who you're talking about yeah he's like the villain guy yeah yeah he's like the main antagonist throughout the story until you find out that there's just you know like a bigger bad which is basically like primordial evil is kind of like that guy that you that fight at the end in the water is great that's a fun fight He's the sword from the first one, from the the start screen of the first one. Yeah, yeah, which is weird. Yeah, um, he's like the little pointy. Um, what, what would you call that? A uh, rapier or something? Yeah, rapier. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's okay. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, there's some good stuff there, but there's you replay that same boss like four times um i didn't mind that too much when you're like trying to keep it contained the thing that i did not like is when you read you redo each of the zones um in particular i didn't like when you need to swim around and get the music notes yes yeah that was the worst yeah the music notes so if Um, this is real which i assume it is because why would a retailer put it up if it wasn't real um how are they going to do the mechanics the motion control mechanics well you could just take them out or you could use the um i know that you can you can use the uh yeah the joy cons but like they're not as good as the wii motes in terms of motion controls well yeah because you have the wii motion plus for that yeah you had the wii motion plus that's right it act like that game actually shipped with wii motion plus i think they could ship this with something like that uh or, or they could find a way to get rid of it because I mean, come on, fuck you! Like, we're past that. The only time I want to use motion controls is when I'm playing VR. Yeah, well, they got rid of it for the Twilight Princess remake, but you had a version without the waggle, you know, because the GameCube yeah. version. Yeah, well, that game wasn't even made for that. It was the GameCube version was one, was the one that where they started production on that game. It, so in Twilight Princess, the waggle controls are an afterthought. 
whereas in Skyward Sword, the their multi-directional slicing is is inherent to the whole gameplay. Yeah, it's a big part of it. Yeah. You need to keep it, don't you? Yeah, you need to keep it. All of the enemies are designed to be sliced in certain directions. The Bokoblins, like, they have, yeah. like, they take out yeah. their, their weapon and, like, they'll hold it, like, vertically. And when they hold it vertically, you yeah. got to slash them vertically. If you try to go horizontally, yeah. they'll block it, you know, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's certain stuff that are, like, armored, but on one side they're not armored, so you slice into them on that side. How are you going to do that? No, you're absolutely right. And you also reminded me of another game on Wii U, which is Nintendo Land. Oh, which I dude. I would also love to have a port. I'll tell you something. Nintendo Land slaps. That game, yes. that was that was what was packaged with Wii U, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Dude, yes. I, I remember having not, a not lot of them. Mine wasn't, but... I remember having a lot of fun with Nintendo Land. Specifically, the Metroid, like, rescue mission game where you're yes. like... Yeah. That one's really yeah. good. Super fun. Yes, the Metroid one, the Zelda one wasn't bad. Um, what's there was like a hide and seek one. I'm trying to think of the name of that. Yep. Was that, was oh, that I, Animal Crossing or was that maybe Mario? could have been? They they could have expanded upon that idea so much and just had like so many mini games for that. But you know, nobody had a Wii U, so I don't know. I ha- I did have a Wii U. I did have a Wii U. It it, <clears throat> it gathered a lot of dust. I sold it. Well, you sold yours? Oh, yeah. I, I sold that and my 360 at, like, the same time to get a, a refurbished PS4 Pro. Mm, not a bad idea. No. I still have mine. But I have the Wind Waker Special Editions. I'm not going to sell it. Yeah, that's hard to get rid of. Well, anyway, yeah. what do you what do you think? Is this really going to happen in 2020? Are we really going to get Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 in 2020? We, we have no Nintendo games except for Pikmin 3, dude. We got nothing coming out for November. Yeah. Nintendo oh, always yo, wait, did, did we, November. did we talk about the prime thing last week? I think we talked about it. We, we talked street. about, we, yeah, we talked about it offline and, and yeah. then now we're hearing very recently, uh, I can't remember when I texted it to you that, uh, Ro- uh, I'm sorry, retro studios, amazing studio. One of my favorite studios of all time is Absolutely. they're looking for a creative director for Metroid. And they told us like this time last year that Retro was taking the project over. Does that mean that Retro was working on another project that recently concluded and now Metroid is starting now? Well, it's hard to say. Um, we, we Retro has not put out anything since Tropical Freeze. There's been rumors for a couple years that they're working on a Star Fox racer game. Yes. Yeah, there's been a lot of rumors about that. Nothing has ever been confirmed. We did get that. Oh, yeah, that's another one on Wii U, the Star Fox one. Yeah. Um, that game's terrible. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy that one. No. Nintendo Light would still be good, but... Uh, oh, did I just lose your I, mic? I, okay. I, I don't know, because Retro is amazing. I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yep, I hear you now. You just you, you caught up. Yeah, you caught up. You caught up. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, Retro's an amazing studio, but they haven't put out anything in a long time. Yeah. I mean, oh, what's what's oh, their yeah, pedigree? Fine. All of the Metroid Prime games, and then the two Donkey yep. Kong, the two modern Donkey Kong Country games. Like, each one of those yep. games is basically a masterpiece. Not a bad one in the bunch. Um, no. Metroid Prime 2 and 3, not as good as the first one, but no. still good. Um, and Tropical Freeze is one of the all-time best platformers. It blows me away that they're down. they're an American company. I don't know why that blows me away, but it yeah. blows me away. Yeah. Yeah. Did you beat Tropical Freeze? You did, right? I was playing it with my ex-girlfriend, and uh, we didn't finish it. You should finish it. Yeah. I feel like I would Get be... Get the Switch version and stream it. I have it. I have the Switch version. Oh, I, so you're playing the Wii U. Switch, there's an issue with Switch where I don't know how I would get the audio. <clears throat> like, I could get the audio out to stream, but I don't know how I would hear the audio. Oh. Because the there's, Switch... There's gotta be a way around that. I, I can probably figure it out, but, like, the Switch doesn't have... An, the way that I have it set up right now is I get these, this, these Astro headphones that have their own little mix amp, and the mix amp has two audio inputs. It's got a USB input and it's got a, an optical input. So it's no problem with the PlayStation because the PlayStation has an optical output that I can use. Uh, but the Switch doesn't have that. And the Switch, I, I couldn't find any, any accessories to give the Switch an optical output. So I'm not really sure how I would get around that. But I'm sure, 
I'm sure there's a way. I, I don't know exactly. I would probably have to feed the audio into the capture card and then have the capture card monitor itself and put that audio through my headphones somehow. It would be a totally different setup. It would probably take me like two hours to figure it out. But uh, yeah, I mean, I want to get the Switch up and running because there are games I expect to eventually come out before we're dead uh, that I'd like to stream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I don't blame you on that. Um, figure it out, dude. Yeah. Anyway, I hope I hope I hope I hope this happens. I hope this happens this this year. I do too. I mean, we need a big Nintendo game for the fall. Pikmin yeah. three ain't gonna do it. No, it's gotta be a Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, um, Zelda, Mario, Pokemon type game. We've gotten pretty much all of those recently. Yeah, we're not gonna get a new Mario. No. Like, I don't think we're going to get Odyssey 2 just yet. It's just not time. And They're definitely time. working on that. It's going to be like Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario Galaxy 2 kind of situation. <clears throat> yeah, well, we got Mario Maker 2 just last year, and it was great. Yeah. And they're still, they're still, well, they did do an update to that, like, within the last three months, was it? Two months ago, I want to say? They added, yeah. they added the, the, oh. Zelda, the Zelda suit and all that. Yeah. Yeah, they added a lot yeah. of stuff. All right. Well, anyway, what you been playing? <laughs> I am still working on Destroy All Humans. Yeah. I love it, dude. I'm almost done, though. Yeah. I talked about it a lot last time. I mean, it's really fun, open world. Um, but I also played quite a bit on Sunday of... Um, what is the name of that? Jackbox? Jack, Jack, Jackbox Party Pack? <laughs> yes, that yeah. is quite a bit of fun, too. Yeah. Uh, we, so we... Nick has a... What is it? Fan something sunday community sunday i was doing sub sunday but i mean our community's too small so we, we can't scrape together that many subscribers mm -hmm. well yeah. tell us about it uh well jackbox party pack i mean it's pretty ubiquitous on twitch lots of people play it it's a series of um party games that are uh accessible to anybody as long as they have a cell phone so i mean i, I think i think the way it was originally envisioned is that you are sitting because it's on everything it's on pc it's on playstation i think it's on switch it's on whatever has an internet connection so you know it was originally envisioned i believe for like parties you sit down in a house you put the jackbox shit up on the tv and then everyone pulls out their cell phones you can also use uh tablets and you can use computers whatever Whatever you can use, to, if it's got a, if it's got a browser, you can use it. So <clears throat> you go to Jackbox.tv, and then there's a code for the room. Um, uh, up to I think eight people, depending on the game, join the game with their phone, and then uh, everyone else can join the audience, and they can uh, sway the outcome of the games by voting on certain things. And then like one game that we play is Quiplash. It's basically making jokes, and you vote on what's the funniest. One's fibbage, uh, a fact comes up and everyone writes an answer that may, you know, that may be close to the truth and you, you want people to vote for your lie while trying to find the truth to get the most points. Um, a trivia Murder Party is one that everyone loves. It's just like a, a trivia game with, a, with like a saw, you know, the movie Saw. Like that kind of theme where if you get stuff wrong, you basically get murdered by your captor. Um, and then, you know, there's like ones with, where you draw stuff and people have to vote on the best drawings and it's just like a fun game that like anybody can play and they've got kind of like a somewhat dark sense of humor. Like a, a lot of the questions are made in a way for you to like kind of write saucy answers, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, we, we, we have been doing that on Sunday with our community, but I, I will not be doing it this week. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do a birthday dinner. Okay birthday dinner thing with the family <clears throat> okay so not not this coming sunday but maybe the sunday after the yeah. 29th yeah probably 20th 30th actually yeah probably the 30th yeah cool yeah, yeah. well uh definitely it's something to look forward to it's a lot of fun you got nothing else that you've been playing no i mean i've been working a lot and i'm i'm been working pretty hard on destroy all humans i'm only a couple trophies away from the platinum. I don't know if I'm actually going to do it, but I, I, you know, I, I like to finish it all the way through. Yeah. Well, you're, you're a guy that like, you, you, you like to hit the platinums. That's true. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm going to play something else after I have a little vacation coming up in September and I'm planning on getting deep into like an RPG. Uh, so I'll actually have some time to do it. Cause I'm taking like 10 days off of work. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if I told okay. you that. So on second week of September, I'm gonna I'm taking some time off. I am gonna go away for a few days, but otherwise I'll be kind of home. And I I'm planning on getting some hardcore gaming in. And we should hang out. Ooh, yeah. You, you should come here and stream Actually, with me one day. Well, my wife really wants to go to that. Not to change the subject, the Korean barbecue place we went to that one time. Oh yeah. You yeah. know what? I found an even get... better one. I found an even better one. What? Yes. I will not say what? the city to reveal our location, but I did find an even better one. Or I should say Steve and Julie found an even better one and introduced it to me. Okay, well, stop holding out. Okay. And we need to do that, and I most likely will be in your area around mid-September, and we'll see what's going on. All right, that sounds good. You want to hear what I've been playing? Uh, if you want, I've been, uh, I, I got a lot to talk about. So, um, I finished Ori and the oh, will no. and the will of the wisps. Um, okay. How was that? That game was absolutely spectacular. That's in, that is in my top five for the year at the moment. Really nice. Um, totally in love with that game. The, the art, the music, the, the themes, the mechanics, mm-hmm. uh, all of it's a ton of fun. I talked to somebody yesterday who said that they felt like the combat was too floaty, but I loved it. I love being able to suspend myself in the air all the time and just dash from target to target. Most of There's some boss fights in it, which are fine. They're well-designed, and they're fun enough, but the most fun things in the game are the escape sequences where you're like running away from something that is just too goddamn big to fight and you have to like navigate using the plethora of movement abilities that they give you you got to have it all in your head with the visual cues of what you can do on what objects in order to shoot through it that's right a plethora i learned that uh word from uh three amigos i'm sure you know what i'm talking about Three amigos. yeah i 100 percent do yeah uh Anyway, really spectacular game. Amazing on that. Oh my god, it was so fun. Um, huge fan of it. Can't recommend that enough. If you're a platformer fan, if you're a Metroid fan, is very very good. And then <clears throat> after that, I played. A, I tried a game voted on by the community called Crosscode, um, which okay, is that? that's a 2017 game, and it is modeled after I want to say Secret of Mana is probably the best way to describe it in a way that you would understand it. Um, okay, and, cool. And, and it like is, it's set in a dot hack like universe where you are in an MMO. And, but the, the thing okay. about the thing about this MMO is that the avatars that you play as, they are actual physical beings. So like you sit in your VR chair or whatever. And then this being like comes online. Think of like, you ever seen like Star Trek Voyager? Uh no, actually. All right, in Star in Star Trek Voyager, there's a, a holographic doctor, right? And so he's like, made, oh yeah, I know about the doctor. Yeah, so he's like a physical hologram. So kind of think about it like that. Um, so you play. Wait, have you seen all of Voyager? I've seen probably 20, 30 episodes. Uh, do you know Ian, Todd's brother? Yes, yes, I do. Big Star Trek nerd. I used to smoke weed in his room, and he would just have Voyager on. Um, anyway. Oh, okay. So um, you play as, well, I'm actually not sure because I didn't finish the story, but you play as like a player who has forgotten their memory, and apparently this has happened before in the game, and you need to like go into the game so they can like rebuild your brain, basically. Um but you, that's like the backstory, but it, it's like a very puzzle-heavy, combat-focused, uh, 2D, top-down action RPG uh, that uses like, it's a very basic story where you got to get like the four elements or whatever. Um, I got, I only got through the first dungeon. It, I played like a five-hour session. It was good, but I don't think I'll be playing it on stream anymore. Uh, but I, I would recommend it to anybody who's interested in that type of gameplay. It's very well done. It's very well polished. It's by a very small team. I think Radical Fish is their name. And the artwork is beautiful. Um, I would just say, like, maybe some of the writing could could be a bit more interesting. I, I did run into, like, a couple characters that were pretty fun. But... um for the most part, the narrative didn't grab me that much, but the gameplay was good, the art was good, the music was great. The music is a bunch of slappers. 
And then right. after that, I played... Uh, what was the next thing? Oh, Hellblade Senua's Saga. I'm sorry, Senua's Sacrifice. Yo. Mm -hmm. Dude, you think Eternal Darkness is a trip? You have not seen anything. Senua's Sacrifice is a fucking trip and a half. Do you know anything about this game? Yes, I've heard um, kind of funny talk about it quite a bit. Okay. I haven't played it myself. Yeah. Um, so it they is... They were very big on it, Greg Miller in particular. Yo, um, it, it is fucking okay. great. So it is like, uh, yeah. it's it's like a Norse mythology game. We've been seeing it a lot lately, and they do pound you with a lot of Norse mythology if you want to find like the little side items that give you that information. Um, but you it, feel pounded? Is that correct? What's that? You, you got pounded? I did get pounded. No, you don't get pounded. Um, you play as this oh. female warrior from some Northman tribe. I don't know. I don't know exactly where she's from. She's she's Norse. And um, she has lost her lover, and she's taking his skull, his head, uh, trying to bring it to the realm of Hela, Hell, Hell's domain, to like bring his soul back. But the thing is, uh, she has some type of um, mental illness. Uh, I, I think it would probably be schizophrenia. And through the whole entire game, you're hearing all these whispers in your headphones, in, in your ears all the time. Like, no, don't go there. Don't go back. She's going to die. Like, like multiple voices the whole time. And, and there's no HUD. That's the, the the voices like assist you in battle too. They're like, watch out behind you. And like at that moment that they say it, like you have to like dodge and get out of the way. A lot of the cool. puzzle a lot of the puzzles are like visual hallucination based. Like if you're looking at somewhere where there's like a broken bridge, if you look at it from one angle, it'll remain broken. But if you look at it through like a special gate, all of a sudden it will become solid and then you can traverse through it. Um she is just like plagued by visual and auditory hallucinations the whole entire game. And you do get the whole backstory of why she's there in this world through that. But when the credits rolled, I wasn't sure if anything I did actually happened. Like, I don't know if the, if the creatures I fought were men that just looked like creatures, if they were there at all. I don't know if I actually met Hela. Um, it, it's super thought-provoking. It's very tight. It's a, it's a very focused experience. I beat it in about six hours. Um, okay. It is on Xbox Game Pass. It's on Xbox Game Pass. That's how I played it. Um, mm -hmm. It's great. It was, so, it was so good. I'm a little mad at myself that it took me this long to play it, but also it was a $30 price tag when it came out, so I don't know if I would have been disappointed if I had spent $30 and beat it in a day. Uh, $5 for access to it is exactly the right price for me. I'd probably pay a little bit more. Um, that game was cool. great. And then after that, it's I played... Good to hear, uh, huh? you, you should play it's it. Good to hear you it if, if you have a way to play it, I would play it. Um, after that... Um, I have a way to, but I... Well, actually, you go ahead. Sorry, yeah, let me just bang through this real quick because there is there's still a bunch. After that, the new season of Apex came out on my birthday on Tuesday. I played a good six hours of that. It's so much fun. They added a new gun. The Volt is an energy SMG. It's kind of a laser beam. It's very strong. They added a new character named Rampart, who I'm loving. Her, her passive is that she reloads and has a bigger clip for LMGs, so she can just hold down an area for so long with, with these giant clips. Like LMGs shoot, they shoot a lot slower. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a longer time to kill, but you can just like cover an area in bullets. Her tactical is that she can put up a deployable cover that has a force wall that comes up, and enemies can destroy the force wall, but you can shoot through the force wall at them, and it amps up the damage of anything you shoot through it. On like, there's like a positive side and a negative side. Negative side catches bullets. Positive side amps up damage, so you can just put way more damage through it. And then her ultimate is that she puts down a mounted turret that's got like a 90 degree spin and it's just disgusting. She put, uh, so I know you don't play Apex, but the most health you can have in Apex is 200 with the highest armor. Uh, this gun, mm -hmm. the f a full clip of it outputs about 3000 damage. 
She's a shitload of fun. Oh shit! Okay. And then they added they they revamped cool. they revamped the the map they revamped the 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 map uh, world's edge, um, adding new locations and they also added a crafting system where you will find these crafting materials around the map with crafting stations so that you can make more bullets you can make health you don't necessarily have to find it on the ground like you can get the thing that you need hopefully, and then today mm -hmm. I played in one sitting Carrion. Do you know Carrion? Carry on, carry yeah, on. Uh, we talked about, about it. it. Yeah. So it was on the podcast a few weeks ago, maybe more. Did Dara play it, or did he? He did said he. he Dara said he wanted to play it. I believe. Uh, shoot, I can't remember. We talked about so, it. I looked it up. Um, he was either he either played it or he was anticipating playing it. I'm pretty it sure really he good. He said he it's wanted kinda, to play it. Yeah. Um, but kind of Axiom Verge mixed with Alien mixed with. The thing. I'm not sure what. It's it's like Metroid meets the thing. Yeah, the thing. Yep. So yeah, you play as this like amorphous blob of tentacles and viscera and teeth, and you escape like a research facility. It's a Metroid game where you're just trying to gain enough abilities to escape basically from this facility and go out into the world. And I assume add everyone to your biomass. And uh, the what's very interesting about the mechanics of the game is that your abilities are tied to your current biomass. So when you're in your smallest form, you can go invisible and you can shoot like um, a Spider-Man like web gun thing to like trap people. So that's like your sneaky mode. And then in your, your middle weight class, you can um, dash at enemies and crush them and uh, like rip shit off the walls and then in your biggest form you're like this you, there's this unstoppable like mess of spears and tentacles and like daggers um so you'll come to points where it's like i need to get past this laser beam in order to progress because if i go through the laser beam it locks a door but i'm too big to use my ability that lets me go invisible so you need to find like pools that you can drop off your biomass and just let it sit there and then you can come around right. and use the correct ability to get through and then you can like swing back around and pick up the rest of your biomass it was a lot of fun um i remember hearing people complaining <coughs> excuse me about um a couple flashback sessions where you play as like a human and the human moves like original prince of persia if you've ever played like old 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 prince of persia Oh yeah, I could see how that could be a problem. But those segments, people. those segments, if you're not a moron, are like five minutes or less. I don't know what people were complaining about. Um, okay. And I also, when I was reading the reviews, they were like six hours on your first playthrough. I was like, okay, well that's the whole stream. Nah, it was four hours. Game is not that long. It's a good experience, and I'm so sorry to say it. I played on an Xbox Game Pass. All right, that's all I have to say for the games that I played this week. Oh. Yeah, I played a lot of games this week off of Xbox Game Pass. Yes, well, at least you've never mentioned it before. Um, <laughs> so that's good. Are you um, anticipating some new games this week? Anything that you're looking forward to playing? Um, I want to play Hollow Knight, finally. We're kind of doing oh, okay. we're kind of doing like a, a little Metroidvania uh, stint right now. This will be the third okay. in a couple weeks here, and I think that that is what I will put on the docket, probably for tomorrow. Will be how, nice. how, Hollow Knight. How, how long well, is Hollow Knight? Yeah, do you know? I've heard it's awesome. I I think it's also kind of hard. I'm not sure though. Yeah, people say it's hard, but people are fucking babies. How long to beat? Um, 25 hours for the main story. Completionist, 53 and a half hours for Completionist. Okay. So, that'll be about three days for me, most likely. Is what okay. I would say. Because I, I don't do Completionist. On this channel, we go Golden Path. Fair enough. Yeah. Completionist is for people that have time to just not get into yeah. new content. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I want, I just get it into my brain. I want, I want as many gaming experiences as possible. So at the end of the year, I can definitively tell you what was the best game of the year. Okay. By the way, we're definitely going to do a, a best game of best game of games of the year at the end of the year. We, we will skip, okay. we'll skip at least one week of, um, 
of news stories and just just talk about what we played. Cool. Yeah, yeah we could definitely do that. That's all I got. You got anything? Um, I don't know. If I just finish Destroy All Humans, I have a lot of options, but I might do um what is it called? Blaster Master Zero. That's a good game. Not on on PS4. You never played that on I Switch? I wanted to play it for the longest time on Switch, and I never got it. And then it came out on PS3, or not, not PS4. So I, I bought it, and I still haven't gotten to it, but I love Inti Creates. And Inti it's Creates. Not that long. It's like... They're awesome. Inti Creates, is, they're awesome. I've never played a bad Inti Creates game. You know what? Is Curse of the did, Moon did 2... Mighty Number 9? Huh? Mighty number, mighty nine? number Nine? No, Mighty No, they did they did the Mighty Nine Number Nine spin-off game. Well, that's good. Super Gunvolt. First. Yeah, Super Gunvolt. Mighty Number Nine is like that's made by uh, Inafune's company, right? Mighty Number Nine. It's okay. It's two games. It's Comcept with with yeah. looks with help from Inti Creates. Yeah, but Comcept was the main developer on that. Yeah, I don't think they're making anything else right now. No. Comcept? No, that's Inafune's company. Level 5 Comcept, formerly known as Comcept, is a Japanese developer based in Osaka, founded by Keiji Inafune. Keiji Inafune is an artist. He's not a fucking game developer. Like, I don't know what he thought he was doing. Yeah, he also gets a lot of credit for Mega Man when he, that was a team effort. Yeah. He's a game producer, illustrator, and businessman. He's an illustrator. That's what Ken, that's what KG is. Anyway, I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. Yeah. All right. Follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and we are live once a week here. I would like it to be every Tuesday, but uh, we keep getting fucked up. Um, well, don't have a birthday anymore. Okay. I mean, Jesus Christ. Come on. Yeah, you're right. Yes. All right, guys. Have a good night. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Peace.